Welcome again to Dr. Jew's Know Your Self-Worth talk show. I have an awesome guest for you today. Oh my goodness. I see, I told you I will bring you the best guest. And he's especially my best guest because he's my husband of 34 awesome years. And he's also a, the bishop of Tabernacle of Life Ministries, located at 140 Bloom, Bloomfield Avenue in Mount Clare, New Jersey. And he started an awesome, a great men's group, a brotherhood, uh, entitled Real Men Talk. A lot of men don't like to talk because of their ego or either they just were never taught that it's important to talk and, and to really how to express themselves. And because uh, my husband has a heart, you know, for the people, especially for the people of God, to help them be all that they can be. And let some say, we've been married 24 years and my husband had to learn how to talk. Same thing. So this is why he was able to start this men's group on real men talk. So brothers, you out there, tune in. Go get your friends, tune in. Mothers, sisters, go get your brothers, get your husbands, tune in. Because we have an awesome man of God, okay, that can help you grow spiritually, personally, and professionally. And look, a happy wife, happy life. And I'm happy. And I have to say welcome. Bishop Keith Kenny, my love, how are you today? I am absolutely wonderful, and I wanted to thank you personally for opening up this platform and allowing me to be able to share with your audience on today. I count it as a privilege and an honor to be here on today. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And I just, like I said, I find it an honor as your wife to be the pastor. Yes, I am the pastor of Tabernacle of Life. We minister we are, are in ministry together. Yes. Yes, we are. He's my bishop. I trust him with myself. Not many wives, our bishop's wives or pastor, pastor's uh, wives can say that, but I do. Because why? He has a heart after God. And that's really important because the same man you are at home is the same man you are in the house of God. There's no two sides to you, and many of them have two sides. And that's because you have learned how to communicate over our 34 year of marriage. You know, you know, so I, can you, you know, let's talk about this. What is the biggest challenge of why men are so afraid to talk and express themselves or to just communicate? What I found out over the years, and I've been involved with other men's groups, I've been involved with um, a lot of individual men's, it's a safe zone for them not to talk. Yes. And it's, you know, and it sounds kind of interesting. It's a safe zone for them not to talk because the more they talk, the more vulnerable they, they become. The more they talk, the more they allow themselves to be out there and people understand them. That's one of the things I found out. They don't want someone to understand them. They don't want someone to figure them out. So if they figure, if they don't say anything, and you and, and and they hold back. They don't have anything to say. They they make people think they, they don't have anything to say, but they right. do have something to say. But they hold it all back, so that their ego 
and in in our in, in uh, tabernacle of life, we have an acronym for ego. It's easing God out. Ooh, yes. And we like to say easing God out out of the situation, whatever that situation may be uh -huh. at that particular time, they like to ease God out so that they feel that they can be in control of the situation. That's one of the biggest challenges I've seen that men have today that they feel that they 100% have to be in charge of everything. And that's not always the case. I've, I've heard one phrase and it, it still makes me laugh until this day, and it's and it's uh, it's very prevalent. And it came up, and uh, I'll give you the setting. A gentleman walks in and says, "Well, I want to I want to talk to I want to talk to someone right now." She's so the uh, the wife is there. She says, "Well, do you want to talk to the man in charge, or do you want to talk to the woman who knows what's going on?" <laughs> I like that. You Ooh, know, yeah, I, I, like that. I still chuckle about that uh -huh. because we don't realize how much we rely on our wives for a lot of things that we do. Yes. You know, if we took the time and we stepped back and we tried to do a lot of the things that our wives do for us, we would find out that, wow, she can really multitask. She can really take care of things you know, in a manner that I wouldn't even think of doing, you know, I, you know, I watch my wife. I, I, I love to watch my wife do things because she can line up 10 things. You know, we have a platform in the house where we have an upstairs and a downstairs and she'll have food on the fire upstairs and then she'll run downstairs and she'll put clothes into the washing machine and then she'll come back upstairs, check on the food and then she'll go and she'll check the TV to see if that's the, the program that she wants to watch and then she'll go back downstairs, change the uh, the washing machine uh, and take all the clothes out of the washing machine, put them in the dryer, bring, bring, bring things upstairs and then all of a sudden the phone rings and she's got the Bluetooth on and she's talking while she's bringing up, you know, the line, and, and it just continues and, and continues. And she's got everything all lined up and everything gets done. Try, we try to do that on ourselves and we're tripping over ourselves. Exactly, exactly. You know, uh, I just say that with me personally, I'm just designed to do one thing at a time. So I try okay. to concentrate on one thing at a time so I can make sure that when I get things done, I know that they're done. And instead of starting something, because I feel if I don't, if when I start something and I want to get it done, uh, and I just follow through with it, because if I start another project, I feel that I'm shortchanging one of the projects that I started. That's just my thinking. Mm -hmm. But women can really s separate themselves, you know, and, and they can put themselves in parts and, and make sure that they get everything done. And I really admire that about, you know, women, uh, well, particularly my wife. Thank you so much. That's why I love you. And, I, <laughs> and we are still best friends today. Yes, because, we are. And, yes, we are. You know, a lot of men feel that, you know, they have to be in control of everything. And that's, I believe that's what you're saying is that when a man lets go of control and allow me as, his, by, you know, as your wife to be who I am, it relieves you from a lot of stress. That is true. You know, that is true. So that's true. So do you think that, you know, can you just explain why uh, men just feel like it's, it's not important? Put it like this, it's not important to share or communicate with their wives or those that they're uh, around. And they just just want to do. And but then when they make a mistake, they project. 
You know, because because why? Is, would you say that comes from their upbringing or just just their personality? What would you you know have you know? say about that it's a combination of the two things that you did so it is it's a combination of their background of how they were raised by their by their father uh you know because the father could be very not domineering in the house and he and the son is watching he says well my father did it so that means that i have to do it right so he follows in the same uh you know, pattern as, as his own father because maybe his father at the same time didn't communicate to him on the way he should come up as a, a young adolescent, how, how he should come up as a young teenager and going into adulthood. So he only had the opportunity to watch what his father did and, and the domineering and, and uh, pos uh, uh, you know, personality that his father had. So he said, you know what, that's the way of the world. And I see other men doing it that way. So you know what, I might as well do it too. And they feel that that works for them. Uh, the other thing is, is that men tend to not talk, and I, and I, I emphasize that, not talk, yes. for the reason being is that they allow themselves to be vulnerable if they do talk, because yes. they expose themselves, they, they reveal who they really are. They, were, they would rather remain a mystery around the people that they are. So people just, could just wonder, you know, who they are and instead of finding out what they're really all about. Right. So if I don't talk, you don't know. The, the military has this term on a need-to-know basis. Yes. I came up under a bishop that, that was in the military for, 20, for 22 years. Uh-huh. And that was one of his famous sayings that his colonel would say to him, you know, he would tell him, you know, uh, and, you know, he could call him Charlie, you know, he'd call him by his first name. He says, Charlie, it's only a need-to-know basis. Only time I need to net let you know about something. So if you're ever captured, if anything ever seriously happens, you can truly say that you don't know. Right. You can truly say that you don't know anything about the situation. No matter what torture they do to you, it won't be in your subconscious at all because you don't know. But why is it so important for men to talk? And... Um, when not to talk. Well... Not to talk, but to talk. Because when men not, don't talk, it doesn't make them more of a man. You know, it, to me, men that talk, that's what makes you a man. Because it shows you know how to communicate. You're confident in yourself. And to me, the men that don't talk, they're not confident in themselves, and that's why they don't talk. What do you say about that? They're afraid and I'll use and we'll stay on that term they're afraid there it goes again with that vulnerability they're afraid that they're going to reveal themselves and make themselves look weak ah that's the key word they don't they're afraid of looking weak. weak they don't want it, it, it the, every man in some point of his life in some way form or fashion is weak they don't want that to be revealed they don't want anybody to know about their weakness they want everybody to see their strengths yes so if i don't talk about my weaknesses you'll never know about my weakness and if you don't show it and if you don't if i don't show it you'll never see it right but somebody that studies you 
you know, over the years, they'll be able to understand, you know, what your weaknesses are. But if somebody who just meets you for the first time, they'll never know what they are because you don't reveal them. So a man that don't talk, would you consider them to be weak? In certain aspects of his life, yes, he, he is weak. Okay. Because. I agree with you on that. Because it's. Lack of it's, confidence. It's, it's lack of confidence, yes. And fear. But it's a wall that yes. they'll put up to protect themselves. Uh-huh. Because we always think that we have to have that caveman money. That, that machoism. Mm, that that machoism. We, we never want to lose that, uh-huh. you know. And as many men that I talk to and we'll sit down and we'll have a conversation. I've had this conversation with some of the men, you know, and that's why I started this Real Men Talk a platform, you know, and we really sit down and we have a heart-to-heart talk with each other. And one man said that he doesn't talk because that's the way I run my household. And he was like adamant about it. You know, I don't want my wife to know about a lot of things. I don't want my wife to know, you know, who I am and what I'm really all about. Then it's not partnership. Because they, you know what, and I'll share this, I'll share this with the audience, they feel that what's going to happen later on is that the wife is going to come to them and say, you know what? You said this last time. You did this last time. So now the men feel that that's going to be brought up and it's going to be thrown in their face. Wow. So if he doesn't, say anything uh-huh. she doesn't have any ammunition to come back at him wow so he figures if she does have the gun but he doesn't give her any ammunition she can never shoot at him wow that's powerful you know that's interesting because um a lot of the, our young men are growing up with that hiding behind that wall and this is why a lot of our young men are committing suicide because they don't know how to express themselves. So what can be done, okay, uh, and, and especially in this generation, it's important for them to learn how to communicate. Because mm-hmm. when you hold things in, you know, I think that's why, you know, men can have a heart attack like that and die. Because of all that stress. That's a lot of stress to hold in and not communicate. And, and it is, and I do agree with you on that. And it's, uh, it's... <sighs> If I, can, if I can explain it to you like this, it's like somebody who's behind a brick wall. Now, the brick wall is kind of soft. Uh-huh. And the way that you would break through the, uh, the way that you would break through the brick wall normally would be with a hammer and a chisel and then you can get through it. But you're on the other end with a spoon. And uh-huh. you're really just trying to dig through it. You're trying to dig through it and trying to dig through it. And it takes a long time for us to, to get through it. Now, once we do probably get through that, we'll, we'll probably talk, you know, start to talk. It took me a long time. Okay. It took me a long time to be able to talk. Okay. You know? So um, I understand that when men start to talk, then things start to change. That's awesome. But we're going to go to a break right now, and we want to talk about that. We want to come back and talk about that when men start to talk, why things start to change. Don't go nowhere, because why? Bishop Keith Kenny has some great information for you. So go get your sons and your uh, husband. They need to hear this. See you in a minute.
this plus this equals this plus this and this. Don't drink and drive. Listen, what will make your event simply beautiful? Is it your attire? Your decorations? Your entertainment? Well, join me, Alicia Simone, as I chat with some amazing vendors and clientele who will share their stories and images and their experiences. Right here on RVN TV, Tuesday at 11.30 a.m. and Wednesday at 4 p.m. It will be simply beautiful. See you then. Welcome back. We are here with Bishop Keith Kenny. I hope you, you went and got your husbands, your sons, and your brothers. Because we're talking about real men talk. So thank you so much for being with us, Bishop Kenny. For those that don't know, yes, he's my loving husband of 34 years. And this is why I am, you know, asked them to be a guest on the show. Because so many relationships are being destroyed, especially during this pandemic. Okay, a lot of wives um, and spouses didn't really know their husband until this pandemic. That's because true. Uh, uh, they never took time to talk and they would just bypass each other. You know, it was, a, it was what, a safe zone. So they were forced to be in a house together for days. And then all of a sudden, Where's the communication? And now he's forced to have to talk to his wife, to his children, and he's uncomfortable. And I've always said, to, and, and, and that's why I'm so glad for you, like you said, you had to learn. And we want to talk about how you had to learn to communicate. Yes, you had to. And, um, and how wives can help, help them out. Because um, I always said confident men in, 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 in my world, and what I always encourage, and that's why I have my course on overcoming self-doubt and procrastination. Real com confident men, they talk, they communicate, they can express themselves. Not by demand, but just by what? Um, communicating. So let's talk about um, why. You know, like you left, you left off at. You know, on uh, how can a, a, a wife or a spouse get her husband to talk when he's completely shut down? It's, and, and, you, and you, you really see me really getting into it because I lived through it because I was the type of person that was an introvert when I was growing up and, and I really didn't understand how to um, express myself and it hurt me throughout the years because what ends up happening to you, and I want all the men to listen to this, what ends up happening to you is that it's a buildup. And, and, and then the next day, you, you might get through it. 
you know? And then all of a sudden, the next day is another buildup. And you might get through that day. But what it is is that you're sweeping things underneath the rug. Yes. And you see this big lump underneath the rug. So you try to put your foot down on it. You try to pat it down. But then all of a sudden, something simple happens one day. And you just completely blow up. And you just completely go out of your mind. And you say things you didn't want to say. You do things you never thought you would do. And you look at yourself and say, where did that come from? Yes. Why did that just happen? Because you had all this anxiety built up on the inside of you. Mm -hmm. You had all of this hurt and pain and suffering that you never, ever dealt with. Yes. And something triggered it. Ooh. Something exactly. triggered it, and you didn't even realize that it was triggered. Yes. So I'm trying to explain this to the brothers. I'm trying to explain this to the men, to the husbands, to the uncles, to the fathers that are out there right now. It's in your best interest to talk and express yourself in the beginning so that you're not putting yourself in an uncompromising position exactly. that you have to apologize for later on and explain to people that's really not who I am that's uh -huh. really not you know what I'm really all about I've been going through some things um, and I really didn't understand how far it had taken me put yourself in a position whereas you're you put yourself in a position where you're free to be able to express yourself so that you don't make a mess of yourself later on yes oh, i'm so glad you expressed that but i want you to share uh, how often do your real main group meet and we, where do they meet and we, when? we meet every fourth Saturday, every fourth Saturday at Tabernacle of Life, 140 Bloomfield Avenue in Montclair, New Jersey. We do set up a Zoom room for, um, uh, for those uh, that are still not comfortable about coming into, you know, uh, uh, you know, a setting. Yes. Uh, it starts at promptly at 1230. Yes. And um, we're inviting all men. Yes. All youngsters, because um, I'm not looking at the age group. I would rather, I would rather you come now and talk now yes. than try to explain in yourself later on because of something that you said or done that was outside of yourself. Yes. Let's try to get it out now. Let's try to express it now. Let's try to get rid of it now so it doesn't embarrass us later on. You know, I'm so glad you said that because, like I said, during this pandemic, so many uh, couples have broken up because uh, they saw sides of themselves that they didn't even know existed. You know, because come from what? Lack of communication. They just bypassed each other. Now they have to live with each other 24-7 during a pandemic. Right. And, right. you know, like you said, they've been, for all these years, they've been sweeping things under the rug. You know, so... Um, in a situation like that, uh, how can, uh, what do you suggest to men, you know, how to break that ice, to learn how to communicate? How do they break that ice? The way the men, and I want to please men and, and take this into heart, the way that you can really break the ice is just starting right at the beginning. You start off with this, you know, don't, don't try to just jump in and dive in and try to dive in on the deep end and you know that you don't know how to swim. You come in on the shallow side. You come in, come in from a, a day of work. Your wife will appreciate you 
so much. Just how, yeah, oh, okay, honey, uh, how was your day? What, what happened? What transpired? Is there anything new that I need to That's know? It. I mean, the small, simple talk. The women will talk, trust me now, she, she will talk. And what it will do, it will open up a platform for you to explain how your day was, what yes. happened at, at your job. So simple. Um, what happened on the way to the job, you know, you know uh, how you were able to avoid an accident because of, you know, because your mind was clear. You know, and, and things of that nature. And all of these small things that happen graduate you to a place where you're freely to talk. Yes. A man that, that, that can freely talk to his wife is a man who's free indeed. Uh, oh, I like that. Say that again. A man yes. that can freely talk to his wife is free indeed. Yes. There should be nothing, and I'm emphasizing this to all the men, because, you know, you, I know you, you got your, your manly pill out and ready to swallow it, and you, and you got your manly card, and you got it in your pocket, but a real man knows how to talk to his wife and make his wife feel like she's the most important person in the entire world. Yes. Ooh. Yes. You know, when you do that and you hear it all the time, happy wife, happy life. Yes. You want to be able to come home. You want to be able to come home, put your key in the door, walk in and know that you have peace. Yes. As soon as you walk through the door. As soon as you walk through the door. Yes. You know, you don't want to come home, you know, you feel like you, you're walking on eggshells and you got to very carefully put the key in the door and then listen to see, listen, listen to her voice and see how she's reacting to see how you have to come into the door because you didn't leave her correctly. And see, that's good. I'm so glad that you shared that as we have to wrap up. This is Jess, part one. You want some more of that, men? Come on out to his group. Every fourth Saturday at 140 Broomfield Avenue in Mount Clear, New Jersey, at Tabernacle of Life, at 12:30, you will get a wealth of wisdom. You will be the best. He will be got the best in you. And I just want to say thank you, Bishop Keith Kenny, my love, and my heartbeat, for being a guest on my show and sharing with our audience the importance of real men talk. Because a lot of men say, "Well, he go, they're gonna." Or start, they're going to start shoving God down my throat. Nobody has to shove God down your throat. No. You know, but I will tell you one thing. With God on your side, you can't lose. And this is why you become a godly man. Guess what happened? You get a godly response from everyone. And you have the confidence you need to communicate. Because real men do talk. Thank you so much for joining us today. Remember, it's your time, it's your turn, and it's your season to be all that you are created to be. See you next week, same time, same channel.